What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Spoiler Reels. I'm your host. My name is Angel. And today we have a somewhat new of a film that just recently came out. Uh, It's a horror slash thriller slash comic kind of a movie. Uh, At least that's how I took it. Um, If you haven't seen this movie and you were wanting to see this movie, uh, just a reminder, spoilers everywhere. So keep that in mind. Uh, If you're trying to see this movie with no spoilers, uh, pause this episode, watch the movie, and then come back and check to see if you agree or disagree with my review and or rating for this film. And, of course, uh, as I mentioned, yeah, spoilers everywhere. So don't, so keep that in mind. And, uh, and also my Instagram page is spoiler underscore reels. That's where I put all my content everywhere. That's where you can message me and all that stuff, uh, on Instagram there. So without being said, let's go ahead and get started here. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Alright. <clears throat> so the movie I'll be reviewing here, as you've already seen the the title of the uh of the episode here, which by the way, this is my one hundred episode here. Um Glad the fact that I even made it into the 100 episode. So for all those who have, uh, anybody who has listened out, listened to this, uh, podcast from the beginning, I appreciate everybody who listens to it. I thank you guys for doing, uh, for listening to this. Uh, I do this podcast for you guys. I love talking about movies. So for you guys to kind of stick with it. From episode one to episode 100, I'm definitely grateful for it. As I mentioned, I do this for you guys as far as like trying to help you guys as far as, you know, wasting money, wasting the time. When you guys know that someone like myself who's going to waste that time and energy and all that anyways, I think you guys would rather wait till to see whether or not if it's worth the worth the watch and whatnot. So um hopefully whoever listens to this uh agrees with my opinion and takes my opinion serious as far as this what this movie goes and whatnot. So I appreciate it. Uh so the film that I'm gonna be reviewing here is the movie Barbarian. Uh let me get to the uh, Google here. So, Barbarian, I actually watched it today. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes give it a 93%. IMDb gave it a 7.7 out of 10. Fandango gave it a 74%. This movie was released on September 9th, 2022. This was directed by Zach Krager. Produced by J.D. Lifsch- Lifschitz. 
Rafael Margules, Roy Lee, and that's pretty much it. Uh, this was this started Bill Skarsgård as Keith, Zach Krager as Everett, Georgina Campbell as Tess Marshall, Justin Long as AJ Gilbride, and Matthew Patrick Davis as the mother, and Richard Brake as Frank. So let's get to the Wikipedia here. So Barbarian is a 2022 American horror film written and directed by Zach Krager. It stars Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long, Arnon Milken, Roy Lee, Raphael Margulis, and uh, J.D. Lifshitz uh, serve as producers on the film. The film follows a young woman who finds out the home she rented was double booked with another man and discovers a dark secret in the house. Barbarian uh, had its premiere on the 2022 San Diego Comic Con on July 22, 2022, and was theatrical release September 9, 2022, by 20th Century Studios. The film received positive reviews from the critics, and rightfully so. Uh, the budget was $10.5 million. As of right now, the box office is $13.4 million. Uh, for anybody who is a fan of horror film, who anybody is a fan of watching movies at the movie theater, please support this movie here, which I think was a pretty good fucking film as far as horror goes. Um, this was, if you were a fan of the movie X, I think you would like this movie because even though the story plot and everything are different, this one here has that same kind of atmosphere, the same kind of vibe of film. The the fact how it was shot and everything, the story plot and everything, it was kind of like that as well. So if you're a fan of the movie X, which I am, I really like that film, you'll enjoy Barbarian. This one, uh, when I watched the trailers, I knew I was going to watch it simply because I'm a fan of horror movies. But what I really liked the most is that in the movie theaters, when I would go to watch another movie, when the trailers would show about this movie, it didn't show much. That's what I liked about is that it did not show a whole lot. All it showed was one of those, like in the trailers or in the commercials, it showed about people watching this movie and like their reactions of being all scared and everything like that. And, and which, even though I was like, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of uh, cheesy because we've seen that like how many times in other movies, other horror movies. I didn't care for that. But what I did care for, the fact is I did, did not show a whole lot of the movie in the trailers, which I enjoyed about that. I was like, okay, they didn't show a whole lot, which I was already intrigued. The fact that I wanted to see this movie simply because I'm going to go in there blind regardless because they didn't show much in the trailers, which I liked. So going into this movie, not knowing much about this movie, because I just saw maybe the trailers maybe twice, which didn't show much. So I was kind of going in there blindly. And I'm glad I did because this movie was pretty good. 
as far as a horror film goes, this is this was actually good because not only is a horror film, horror films at times have a hard time flushing out the characters. And not only they were able to flush the characters in this film, they were able to have that horror element. They were able to have that that dark atmosphere throughout the film, the tension throughout the film in this one here. And I was glad they did that, which is why I was I was very, very surprised of this film. So let's get to the plot here. Uh, I think I said. Yeah, uh, I think I said, mentioned the act, the actors and the actress here. So Tess Marshall, uh, Tess Marshall, who was played by Georgina Campbell. Books a remote home in a rundown neighborhood while staying in Detroit for a job interview. She's surprised to find the property is already occupied by a young man named Keith, who is played by uh who is he played by? Uh Bill Skarsgard. Yeah. Uh Bill Bill Skarsgard plays Keith who rented the property through a different app. With a storm raging outside and no hotel uh, vacancies, Tess finds herself with no option but to spend a night in the house with Keith. Initially unnerved by Keith's awkward and strange behavior, Tess eventually warms up to him. That night, Tess notices her bedroom door has been opened and hears someone moving around the house. She then hears Keith making sounds in his sleep, so she goes to awake him. After another awkward encounter, Tess goes back to her room and falls asleep. So, this this whole scene, this whole scene, as a lot of people would mention that it's an it's a slow burn kind of scene. At the same time, it basically introduces these two characters. The two characters that us as a viewer would think are the main characters. Now, Tess is the main character, but you also have uh, uh, Skarsgård as a, as a viewer thinking that he's going to be a main character in this film. Unfortunately, he isn't. So they kind of pulled a scream on us thinking that uh you know kind of like um what's that chick's name from the movie uh where she does in the beginning uh thinking that we're gonna she's gonna be the main character she isn't and they do that kind of in this film and i actually like that i actually like the fact that it's even though it's somewhat of a slow paced kind of a film introducing us these characters the way they did in this movie was great. Uh, it builds tension because we think Bill Skarsgård's character is the main villain throughout that first scene. Throughout that first scene, we think that he's the character. And we're like, what's he going to do? Is he going to like poison her? Is he going to like roofie her? What's he going to do to her and all this other stuff? Because the way he gives out that vibe throughout that first scene is just creepy and it works so well, but we come to find out he isn't even the villain of the movie. That's how crazy, that's how crazy intention the movie gave us in that first scene, which I thought was fucking great. 
The next morning, Tess awakens to find that Keith has left the house for the day. She goes to her job interview and is warned that the neighborhood she is staying is unsafe. By the way, real quick. <clears throat> even though we knew that, or even though as a viewer, we knew that she was in a bad neighborhood, we didn't realize how bad it was simply because how the lighting and the cinematography they did in the in that scene showing us the neighborhood didn't give us much and what i mean by it is that it was it was the raining like it was raining heavy it was it was nighttime and the the street lights was very dim i think there was only one that was that was uh, on very dim so it didn't show us the whole neighborhood like we knew that she was in a bad neighborhood we didn't realize she was in a bad bad neighborhood and simply because of how the lighting and the and the and the cinematography I thought was really great on how they showed that you know, thinking that she's in a neighborhood, despite that she's an abandoned neighborhood, because the next day it was sunny and everything, and all of a sudden we realized that she was in a neighborhood that's completely banned abandoned. That whole street was abandoned. Like once the sun kicks in, we saw that the houses were abandoned. There were there were graffiti all over their house, but they didn't show you that in the in that first shot where it was raining and it was night and it was dark and everything. We couldn't tell. We thought it was just a bad neighborhood, but still with families in those houses. No, this whole fucking neighborhood is abandoned, my, except for this one house that looks good. Which you would kind of feel uncomfortable, but she didn't realize it because she it's the movie starts off with her being there at night in a rainy night in a rainy night didn't realize how abandoned this neighborhood was, which makes the tension even more throughout this film upon returning to the rental, she is chased inside by a homeless man who demands she leaves the house needing to uh, use the restroom test re uh, searches for a roll of toilet paper in the basement and accidentally locks herself inside. She searches for a, a way out and stumbles across a hidden door in the basement, leading to a secret corridor. In the corridor, Tess finds evidence that someone was held captive and uh, filmed. Tess uh, flees the basement, being freed from the basement by Keith upon his return to the residence. When she tells Keith what she has seen, he ventures down to the basement uh, to investigate. When Keith doesn't return, Tess goes back down after him and discovers another subterranean tunnel leading further under the house. Following Keith's screams, Tess finds him claiming that there is something in the tunnel and that and that they've been bitten that they bit him. As Tess panics, a large and deformed female suddenly attacks the pair and brutally kills Keith, repeatedly smashing his head into the walls of the tunnel. So, <laughs> as I mentioned, I didn't know much of this movie. The trailers didn't give much, was which, as I mentioned, I'm grateful the fact that they didn't they didn't mention or showed much in in the. Uh, in the uh, in the trailers, 
So for this figure to come out out of nowhere in the dark in these hidden tunnels from this house that's supposed to be an Airbnb because both of these both of these people, Keith and Tess, had booked this Airbnb at the same day at the same time or whatever. They didn't realize it. So in the beginning of the film, both of these, especially Tess, was very awkward and like worried the fact that Keith could be this, this deranged person that, you know, like we have no idea because she's a, she's a stranger to him, which rightfully so. So like, even like certain scenes where like, he's like, I opened up, uh, I wanted to open a, a wine, a bottle, but I didn't because you were taking a shower. I want you to, you know, watch me open this bottle so you didn't think I poisoned it or roofied it or anything like that. Like, but as as us, as a viewer, we're like, you know, that's a good thing that she's being cautious throughout that first fucking scene because even we're like, dude, we have no idea what the fuck, like, is this dude the villain of the film? But he wasn't. Instead, he was just some regular fucking dude who got his fucking head smashed by this this crazy looking bra that has been that's been living under those under those fucking tunnels for more than 40 years and she looks completely like she looks deformed basically looks like a scary scary deformed person and he she completely completely smashes Keith's head in the walls and then so like we immediately like oh fuck Keith was not the villain of this film she is and then it cuts off from what they what that fucking deformed lady did to uh, Tess of course we realize we find out what she did with Tess later but as of now uh, two weeks later sitcom actor AJ uh, AJ learns he has been fired from his show. AJ is, um, what's his name? Justin Long. Uh, AJ learns that he has been fired from the show due to a rape allegations by a co-star. Pressured to sell his assets to pay for his legal cost, AJ travels to one of his rental properties in Detroit. He plans to sell, which is real revealed to be the same house where Tess and Keith were staying. He finds their belongings still in the house. AJ inspects inspects the basement and discovers the hidden door and tunnel. He stumbles across a room containing a television playing a video about breastfeeding newborn children before being chased by the deformed woman. Fleeing, he falls into a pit alongside a still-alive Tess. Tess tells AJ to stay calm and that the deformed woman in the tunnels, referred to as the mother, wants them to act as her children. The mother forces Tess to drink milk from a bottle and tends, and tends to her. When AJ refuses, the mother drags him away to the room and forces him to breastfeed. Tess takes the opportunity to flee in the basement and narrow, uh, to flee the basement and narrowly manages to escape the house with the help of Andre, 
the homeless the homeless man she uh was chased by earlier andre warns her to leave the neighborhood before it gets dark as the mother goes out hunting at night and berates her for wanting to go back into the house to save aj a flashback to the 1980s shows the house originally owner frank abducted by young woman and held them captive in the tunnels raping them and raising them as subsequent children while attempting to escape aj finds a room that mother is seemingly scared of inside aj finds a veg vegetative frank as well as a dozen of videotapes of frank raping different women aj unintentionally gives frank access to a gun which frank uses to kill himself taking the gun aj ventures back into the tunnels into the tunnels night falls and the mother leaves the house to hunt down tess tess runs down the mother over with her car pinning her to the house seemingly killing her tess returns to the basement to find aj only to be accidentally shot by him the two escape the house with the gun in tow upon exiting the residence they find the mother has freed herself from the car andre finds the pair and explains how the mother is a productive of decades of rape and incest the mother ambushes the group and kills Andre before chasing Tess and AJ upon up a water tower. With no way to escape, AJ pushes Tess off the tower to, to distract the mother. The mother jumps off after Tess, shielding her from the fall and seemingly killing herself. As AJ confronts a gravely wounded Tess, the mother reawakens and kills AJ by gouging his eyes out. She attempts to bring Tess back to the house and nurse her, but Tess shoots her in the head with Frank's gun and stumbles away, traumatized. And then the movie's over. <laughs> this movie is crazy. So we find out how much about about AJ, who who is played by uh, Justin Long, who is. Uh, supposedly accused of raping his co-host in a from a show from a TV show. Now, throughout the film, we have no idea whether he is, uh, if he is guilty or innocent or any of that. We have no idea. But then we get like these certain scenes, like one scene where he uh goes to the bar with an old friend of his in Michigan. And he explains about what, like, how it all went down, saying, like, well, you know, like, I didn't force her, but I was telling her to, like, you know, to kind of do this and that or whatever. And eventually she came around and, and decided to do it. Like, that's how he said it. But he said it drunkenly. And once he came back from the bar all drunk, he calls her, explaining how he's sorry and how he didn't mean any of it and everything like that. So we're just like, you know, we're as a viewer, we're thinking like, well, is he guilty or is he not? But then at the end of the movie, as I explained the plot, when they are chased by the mother, he throws out Tess 
to distract mother because mother obviously cares for Tess because Tess, to the mother, Tess is her daughter in a way. That's how she looks at it. And she jumps out trying to grab her to, to, to uh, she so that she doesn't get hurt by the fall, which is crazy because Tess got thrown out way before the mother even jumped out. So how the mother got to Tess in time to, to break that fall is beyond me, but it happened. And that's how, that's when we realize what Justin Long's character is all about. That's how we know that AJ is a piece of shit. AJ is guilty on everything. Like, if we realize what he's capable of doing in certain situations like that, we know that for sure he was that he was guilty of raping that girl and everything like that. And the character was completely flushed out simply just by that scene itself, which I thought was great. And then coming down from that water tower and realizing that Tess was still alive, trying to aid Tess, telling her, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're alive. I'm glad. Like, I just hope you understood why I did that. Like, she was chasing us. Like, I had no choice. I was going to throw you out, but, like, trying to save you at the same time, but you slipped out of my hand. Like, he was making so many fucking excuses Clearly realizing what kind of character this person is. And uh, and I, he was just trying to play play the victim as like, well, this is why I did it, but like, I'm glad you didn't die kind of thing. And eventually the, we find out that the mother is still alive. And the mother gets up and grabs AJ. And of course, AJ, like, she grabs him by the head and AJ gets his eyes get completely gouged out and then his fucking skull completely shattered <clears throat> which is which like I thought was hilarious because not only do you want this character to die simply knowing what kind of character he is but for his eyes to get gouged out and everything like that it just kind of brings me back to the movie of Jeepers Creepers where his eyes are completely gouged out as well. I'm wondering if it's just kind of like a nod to the Jeepers Creepers movie there. So I thought that was hilarious that, you know, that uh, that Justin Long's characters, both of his characters in this movie and the Jeepers Creepers, his eyes are gouged out. So I thought that was hilarious. Um, the other thing was this, the mother... Looks like the that character from the movie uh, Quarantine at the end of the movie. She looks completely deformed and everything like that and looks like she has amounts of strength in her. So like, she's able to battle, out, battle it out with whoever goes down there. And uh, I also like the fact <clears throat> that they show how that that particularly house and basement came out to be even though it was only for like within five minutes but those five minutes was enough to realize that this person is 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 stalking women taking women under these under these basements and raping them and uh 
making these babies and you know and then their incest and whatnot it's terrible dude it's a terrible terrible like in a way you kind of feel for the mother because the mother in a way didn't have a choice she was being incest and everything like that and aj even finds this house that finds this hidden room where the main guy who started it all is in there and he's old as hell and he, he gets his gun and he event because because Al, Al told him like don't worry about it. AJ I'm sorry AJ AJ tells him like don't worry about him thinking AJ thinks that the old guy is a victim not knowing the fact that he is the one that started it all from like the 60s or 70s or whatever and uh and the and and, and uh he tells him like don't worry about it man we're gonna we're going to uh, get out of here and we're going to bring the cops and everything like, and the guy obviously knew like, dude, if you bring the cops, I'm shit out of luck. So he grabs his gun and shoots himself on the head. But before that, and what this is why I also like too, is that that old guy who is obviously guilty of raping so many women who he brought back into his house and into these dungeons and everything like that. He also videotaped them. There's a room where there's a bed and a camera. And it shows of him raping all these women. Now remember, AJ is accused of raping a person. And he sees this video of this guy raping this girl. And he like he's like in tears. He's in tears. like, And then he looks back at him and tells him, like, why would you do this? You're a fucking monster. Like, I can't believe he did this and all this and this and that. But he's also on trial of being a rapist. So it's like, what Like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, like, but as a viewer, you're like, does he regret everything? Because we see this scene and then later on in the scene, later on in the uh, later on in the movie, it shows of how he's regretting the fact that it's all his fault. Explaining it to, to the uh, the. Uh, the homeless guy who's who saved a uh, Tess and everything like they bring him back to his his place and then later on he finds out that he's like man I that I've been living here for 15 years and that lady has never showed up here and then all of a sudden the mother shows up rips his fucking arm and beats him to death with it and then he, and then this is where we see Justin Long's character AJ run without trying to help Tess at all and Tess once escaped from the house is trying to find a way to help AJ she even goes back to help AJ and when all shit goes down we realize that AJ is willing to fucking is uh is willing to uh refuse to help Tess in need of time and that's when we, when that's uh, that's when as us as a viewer realize that AJ is a piece of shit and should die in this fucking movie. And so, for us, to, for us as a viewer to see AJ get his eyes gouged out by the mother and fuck his skull cracked and everything and killed was satisfying. So, um. I I really enjoyed this movie honestly. I I it definitely uh if you if you guys have ever seen the movie X it gives me that kind of vibe. Obviously it's not the same story. 
but the way it was shot, the atmosphere, uh, everything in this movie just kind of gave me that kind of vibe for this movie, The Barbarian, and I was actually very impressed by this movie, The Barbarian. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they're bringing horror films kind of like this, the way it was made. The dialogue needed a little bit of, uh, a little bit of buffering, but as far as the cinematography goes, the story, the characters, everything like that, I think this movie worked very well. I don't think there will be a part two simply because Tess shot mother and the guy that, that, that started it all shot himself in the head. Um, Justin Long's character, AJ, is gone. So I don't see a part two happening, which I'm okay with, though, because this movie is great on its own. Uh, I really like the atmosphere in, the, in this movie. I thought it was very, uh, it was very uh, tense throughout the film, from beginning to the very end. I really enjoyed the, the the tension that they brought in this movie. The characters, I like that they they flushed the characters throughout the movie, especially uh, Justin Long's character, realize, realizing how guilty and how much of a piece of shit he is uh, at the end of the movie. Um, I, I thought that was great. And I thought I liked, uh, Tess as well, who, uh, was just there for, uh, an interview and finds herself in this fucking situation. I thought that was great. And I, of course, uh, Skarsgård, even though he was only in the movie for the first, uh, the first, uh, uh, first, uh, what, like 15, 20 minutes of the movie, he did great as his character, Keith. I thought he I thought he did great throughout the movie in the beginning he 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 made it he made that uh that first uh half uh movie very very full of tension uh in that scene so I thought that was great right there as well so uh uh great on him there so other than that guys um I thought this movie was great I think it's one of those movies that should be seen in the big screen don't wait for don't wait for uh uh don't wait for it to come out on DVD or anything like that. Check it out on on the movie theater if you can if you have the time for it. Check it out. Uh, let's get to my rating here. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I think it was a good film. I think it was uh uh the, I really like the characters, the story, the uh, cinematography, the way it was uh. The way it was shot completely throughout the film. I really liked it. Um, I think it's just one of those movies that should be watched in the big screen. So, there you go. Uh, that's it for my uh, review for The Barbarian. Let me know what you guys thought of this movie. What you uh, rate this film between 1 and 10. On my Instagram page, spoiler underscore reels. Let me know what you guys thought of this film. Did you guys like it like I did? Did you not? Let me know. Uh, did I miss anything? Let me know in the comments below. And uh, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you guys for uh, coming through on my 100th episode here. Uh, hopefully, I'll make a few hundred more after this. So, I appreciate you guys. Whoever's out there listening to it, I appreciate you guys. So, I'll catch you guys on the next episode.